Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Hawaii the Togcast. I'm Michael Briggs from Michael Briggs Photos and I'm joined once again by my co-host, friend, photography wanker, Ross from RGX Media. How are we doing, sir? Oh, what a lovely introduction, that really. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate, I am uh, absolutely buzzing, as always. It's uh, great to be back behind the microphone and get to chat all things photography, videography and more. Yeah, looking yeah. Yeah, it's another, it's another good episode. We we did mix the episodes up a little bit prior to recording. And also, you know, we would have had an episode out by now, but some Wally, I don't know who it is, mate. You could, some Wally just couldn't couldn't get a, a chance to get behind the computer because he had to do it go away for work, and then he had to go watch the golf, and then he was away doing this and that, and ah, oh, just oh, it's just so unprofessional. But whoever he was, he's got his ass into gear now. And it's me. It's I'm back. So we're back for episode six. And like I mentioned, we finally got ourselves down to a chat. Um, it's been a while. So, Ross, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Oh, good question. You're probably on the spot. Um, <laughs> I'll try to think what's been going on. Um, I managed to um, get the first wedding video completely finished and handed over to the lovely couple. Uh, so that's now a weight off my mind. I have wands under my belt. Um, apart from that, in terms of football-wise, uh, personally, I managed to get the approval to be working with an agency going forward for the new season coming up. Congratulations. It kind of all... Thank you, mate. It, it kind of all went uh, fast. Yeah. <laughs> like out, out of, from nothing, really, to... Where it is now, so hopefully I'll be covering the majority of the Sullen games again uh, for this coming season, but under an agency rather than doing it just for the hobby of myself, really. So it's all the challenges that's going to come with that. Um, looking forward to it, but hopefully it won't be as uh, stressful as it uh, looks as if it is. But uh, that's, I suppose, that's put all about the fun and the challenge, really. Um, and so, apart from that, um, Selling some camera gear and getting some new stuff. Yeah, we'll get into that later on because you did you did put a post out on your on your Twitter, and I did get ridiculously jealous of your new kit. Um, and I just I just wish I had that kind of balls to go that <laughs> to go all out. <laughs> I've had to sell them, mate. I've had to sell them just to just to afford this one. So if you if you want to um, support Ross in this, his OnlyFans account is. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, mate. Actually, just to, just to, just a break even. <laughs> so so that's a nice little topic for it. So episode six is uh, all about social media. Um, You've, if you've not heard of it, then uh, you've definitely been stuck in the past. Everyone, every other person will have it. Um, you would have heard of it, the, the positives, the negatives. It seems to be more the negatives than anything. And in terms of how we as videographers and photographers use it, we're going to break it all down, basically just pros and cons and how it's changed over the years, like new apps, old apps, how we've had to like sort of shift things to make it work and how sometimes the social media platforms move the goalposts that all cliche to try and like mix things up and how, how we have to stay on top of it and maybe the future of it as well um so for for, for ross i mean i think we we more we met through social media so that that's already a, a, a positive and i think 
there's many people who got to know people through through social media but for for you the the pros and cons what what for you personally would you, would you see that for yourself i think definitely with the pro, uh, pros mate it's like you know it could just open so many doors if especially if you you know you're doing something that you love but also you can get to share what you love and if people kind of gravitate to that whether you're doing like especially photography where you're doing like landscape or sport or whatever if you've got a particular style that just can click and connect with people um the social side of that can grow and you start to become a lot more like well known within your area whether it's just like if you're a town city or whatever it just can kind of grow over that course of time um and i think like the benefits off the back of it where you, you are showcasing what you're doing it can open a lot of doors like to new business opportunities or if you're looking to see if you're doing sport cover and potential you know a, a particular sporting events or if you're doing like i don't know music side of it you could be open to doing some like festivals or concerts or whatever it's just the pros of the social side is absolutely great um the con side of it is i'm sure we'll get into it where he'll have a lot of people like keyboard warriors and yeah. all that type of stuff and um a lot of people trying to shit on what you're doing and i suppose it's also the um side where if you fall into that trap where you may start to see other people getting quite successful at what they're doing whether the local or whatever and you're always trying to compare yourself or you, you you're wondering what they might have but it doesn't always show the real picture you know so there's it can be an effect on your mental side and all that that goes with it. So um, it's definitely a lot better than I'd say than there is with the cons side, but I suppose it just depends where you are and what you're doing on, on social media to begin with, really. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, with the pros and cons. I think if if some of my things have come through using social media, so the Morpeth, the Morpeth gig came through just randomly messaging them on Facebook to say, like, can I come and bring my camera and, when I've posted stuff online, um, more so Facebook than anything else, where people, especially during the first lockdown, where I was trying to trying to make ends meet, and I was selling my photos, and people were buying them, and they were buying the calendars, and um, literally just that was just fantastic to just to have that kind of support and showcase your work and outreach to different potential clients, and you know, seeing clients share your stuff. But yeah, there is the downside of just you know. It's, if you like for me for instance i don't really post on instagram as much and i should because it's a visual platform but for me when you've and you might have noticed this as well ross where you've you've posted it and it's done really really well consistently and then they update it and it falls flat on its face where you'll go from say a few hundred likes um or you know a thousand likes and you'll just drop to say like 10 and then you kind of like and it shouldn't be based on for, for me i've got over the fact that you know not everything's based on likes but you know, when you're putting your stuff out there and it gets like one, two likes, you think, oh, what's the point? I don't waste my time on this here. So there is that aspect of just, you know, it does give you a knock in confidence, but I don't really focus on that that anymore. Like I kind of got, to the, I've kind of got to an age where I just don't give a shit. Um, if I want to post it, I'll post it. And if people don't like it, then okay. Like my golf stuff, like it, it's like my reels barely scratch a thousand views. Which for me, I don't really see that as a measure as, as a form of success. 
um, like even when I put pictures on there, like they could be like really like I'm really happy with the drone pictures, and I've seen it get like one, two likes, something, and what on earth is going on with this platform? Like Instagram in particular, Twitter is getting worse. Like I think, uh, but we'll get to that later on how it's changed. But for me, pros and cons definitely meet people, you establish connections, you get to know people. It could set you up for gigs if you just have like a, a shot on the dark message. Like, look, do you does your club need any photos or videography? And nine times out of ten, they'll either reply yes or no, or sometimes you get blanked. I've been blanked by a few um, clubs and and what have you, and and things like that. And definitely the cons is just the bullying aspect. I think it's got worse. Um, for for me, I've noticed it's just got really bad. Like when it when it when I first joined Twitter, and this is where I'm showing my age here. When it I first joined Twitter, it was very much in its infancy. I think it yep. was only a few. I think it was only like six to twelve months old, and I joined it because I saw Ben Shepard use it on GMTV. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and you were like saying like, "Oh, um, there's a new social platform. We're really encouraging you to use it because it could be quite useful. It's, it's like a I take a micro blog, um, and you only get 140 characters. I don't remember the memo. 140 characters were around, um, and yeah, and I just think that now social is kind of just like it's everything's very social focused. Where you just you know people are just posting utter shit on it like now, and there's you know it's what what the shame is is that. I do miss the times when Instagram would show you the pictures chronologically rather than just randomly because there's some beautiful pictures that I'm probably missing and instead I'm getting like an influencer shoving the fake lips in, into my feed. I'm thinking, you, you don't belong here. Like, I haven't. No, I mean, I never understood why they got rid of that because like, I'm the same. Like, you, you might go on it a few times of the day and at one point when it was years ago, it would already have it in chronological order throughout the whole day when it was posted. So you could, like, see if you have been off for a couple of hours, at least, say, uh, the last four hours of your day, you could go on it and you can have a bit of a catch-up. Uh, now it's just a case of what's popular or, I don't know, what's trending, you name it. It just, it just doesn't go in the correct order unless you're kind of following certain accounts where you check out their content the most, where it filters on your page a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but the algorithm, just like you say before, with Instagram and also like Twitter these days, it's just a case of you would try and start to work out a pattern thing. When's the best time to post? Is it going to be like if you're trying to get your demographic in your, your area, but if you want to try and capture it like worldwide as well, you, what, when's the best time to do? Is it like tea time here or later on in the evening or something? I, you know, honestly, just, it's so weird. Like I hate, I hate. The aspect of, especially us, who will have a nice picture or a really good video we want to promote, and now we have to dictate when's best to post rather than just, like, post it and it does all right because people will see it on their feed first. Yeah. So I, I can see that aspect. But, like, I think if you're, like, if you're just starting out on social media to promote your your, your, your photos or, or your videos... um. An early tip would be don't focus on the likes. Um, I think I think it's very very, and I was quite, it was I was naive of myself for doing this, but I focused on the likes too quickly, and because I wasn't getting tens of thousands of likes and tens of thousand endorsement deals within the first six months, I I, I kind of like stopped. But then for me, resetting was lockdown, where I kind of started the, I started putting pictures on my personal Facebook page, 
Then I took the gamble and put an Instagram page together when I went on a bike or if I just had my camera with us. And I wasn't looking to get, like, to get, like, work out of it. I was just posting it because, like, everyone else seemed to have picked up a camera due like, every other person is, who got a camera went out and took pictures and I wanted to showcase what was going on in the world while it was stopped. And then when I got to a certain extent where I was trying to use it for, like, sports and running and uh, I just, like, I thought, oh, I'm going to be successful now, that's it, you know, no one's doing what I'm doing. And then it's just kind of a bit of a reality check. So for me, first and foremost, out the blocks for a tip is just don't focus on the analytics. Post. Yeah. Post when you want. Like, I'm, I'm really just trying to post whenever I want and then as much as you want. Um, don't, like, post, like, six times a day. Like, that's just, like, that's like, not on Instagram because that's just too much. But, like, on Twitter, like, just, I, I see Twitter as just, like, uh, a news feed for me. Um, yeah, I think the best thing it's in terms of if you're going to, like, if, you, if Instagram is your thing, what you're going to do, especially if you're doing, like, the photo side or if you're doing, like, content or whatever, video side, just stay true to what you're doing. Like, do it for the enjoyment of what you're doing it for because... If you're happy creating and putting photos together where you use drone stuff or wildlife sport, you name it, as long as you're happy with the content you're putting out there and you're enjoying what you do, then just go for it and post and share if that's what something you want to do, whether it's daily or every other day, you know, um, I wouldn't say post tons of day because you're just going to kill the algorithm and not many people are going to see the load mm. of your work if you've got tons of work to showcase and spread it over the course of that week um but the main thing for me is as long as you're happy with what you're doing then everything else that'll come from that will obviously you, you, if you're good at what you're doing word will get around relatively quick and people will share and you know and comment on your stuff and see if they like it this that and the other um go down that route. I think it's when you start to not enjoy what you're doing um, and you feel like you're forcing it, where you think that oh, I'm going to have to just go out and get a photo of something just for the sake of just posting so I can stay like, relevant in a way or that's when it'll start to really begin to nag you um, and your, your quality will dip a bit, um, especially if you're in the part of the world where we are, where we don't have like a, you know, like a New York or a London or Paris type like scenery all the time where you can go so many different places and just go berserk and where you want for uh, your photos to be at in the northeast here you're quite limited to only certain amount of landscape shots and you know so once you've kind of done Pension Monument 20 times over or Roca Pier or you know wherever else Eventually, you're going to have to start looking at different, like, find somewhere else to go, branch out further, or do you change to a different style or whatever it is? You've just got to try and, you know, bottom line, as long as you're happy with what you're doing, then the likes and everything will come from that. But if you're not happy with it, then obviously your quality is going to dip and you're just going to fall into that trap again of just being, like, irked with how social media can be. Yeah, I think it's, you just got to play that very sensible game of like how much you spend on it as well because I think it gets very, very easy. Now, we are living in a time where we literally are addicted to our phones. So yeah. I think if you dwell on things like that too much and, and really get suckered into sitting on your phone and scrolling and watching all kinds of bloody TikTok and Instagram like teachers showing you how to do this and what to do and 
just learn as you go. Like, I mean, like Instagram have got like templates you can use to showcase photos, so it's easy for you. So you don't have to sit and look through what the most trending topics are and stuff like that. Like, I'm at a point now where I'm absolutely fed up of walking down the street and seeing everyone with their heads down when they're going for a walk. Look up, man. Look at the world, for God's sake. <laughs> I sound like a like a, like a seven year old, and I'm not trying to sound ageist whatsoever because there'll be many very accomplished seven-year-olds out there, but I can just imagine how they would feel now when they see, like, our generation of, like, millennials and and Generation Z, whatever you want to call it, are looking down the phone, going for a walk. Put your phone down, man. Like, you don't have to be on your phone all the time. Like, if you're a, a small business owner, like, trying to run your own stuff, yes, I can understand that if you're trying to, like, make contacts and reply to emails and things like that. You don't have to go outside and look on your phone, though. Like, Put your phone in your pocket. Put your po- put a podcast on. Put your phone in your pocket and have a walk around. Do you know what I mean? Like that. That's what's annoying me at social media at the minute is everyone seems to just be locked in on the phones. And I was really bad at with it when I was going through a separation where I was just constantly scrolling on my phone endlessly, like going down a wormhole on TikTok and Instagram. And now I kind of like realise like, oh shit, I'm in a I'm in a bad place here and I'm not helping. So I. I try, I've, I've tried to, and I've, I've, I've done it quite well, to be honest with you. I've weaned off the mobile. So I tend to like come off it a little bit towards bedtime, because obviously blue screen, but... Yeah, that's a bit of a long-winded one, isn't it, really? Just like, the pros and cons and just how to deal with it and making sure you, 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 you're doing things right for you and not what other people are trying to tell you. So for me, just use it to just put your stuff out there. and um, it, For me to get the ball rolling would be Facebook, because... I think Facebook's quite easy to set up in terms of a page. I think most of your friends and family are on Facebook, so they can support you during like your little process. And it's yeah. easy to use. You're probably more familiar with it than the other apps because I think some people can get quite overwhelmed when they try different apps too quickly, and then you spread so thin. Um, and working in social media, you do see people burn out really quickly where they just like they'll focus on one app for ages and they'll just stop. And they'll focus on another app for ages and it'll stop and they'll go back to another app. So for me, I would possibly use, I don't know about you, mate, but like using Facebook to start off with just just because of friends and family are on there so they can support you and things like that. Yeah, it's a, like, the, like creating a page is a good like platform to start off on because as you say, they can, anything you start putting up, you can share, plus you can share your work into various other photography or videography groups and and tag them in that way because um, it, it, it's weird because like I feel like Instagram is probably more for the youth side of it I mean don't get us wrong it, it's all for all ages but I think there's a lot more of a demographic on there of like anything from what I don't know to 17 to 40 possibly yeah where there are a lot more where I think Facebook's probably got such a like a vast different, like, you know, you've got parents and their grandparents use it just to keep in touch with, like, you see your family. So, like you said, if you're, you know, you've got quite a big family who are on there and you post some, chances are they'll probably share to their friends and family very quick at a click of a button um, where it's a lot easier to probably do that. I mean, it's easy anyway across both platforms, but I think it's a lot easier on the eye to quickly share via Facebook than it is via Instagram to see a story or try to, comment everyone tag everyone in um facebook is a good way to start off then branch off from there because obviously instagram is under the same 
Facebook umbrella really. So um, those are the probably the two I would say that if you're going to start something, go from there. And then Twitter is obviously a great one to still post your photos and stuff, but you've got more of a conversational based on there as well as like seeing what's going on around the world. Yeah. Um, that's not really photo um, based. So you've got a chance to have a, a good conversation providing anyone's been an arsed here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very rare. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably go in that order. Facebook, then Instagram, or Instagram, then Facebook, then Twitter from the third. And then I suppose if you're going to be very pro-professional and savvy, then LinkedIn's a good one. I've only been using more over the past so many months. Um, it's just a very, like, posh version of bloody Facebook, really. I, I, it's all... I, I call it Facebook with a tie. Yeah, yeah, it's very just all like la da like you've got to be prim and proper. Because mm. um, I think everyone you have a conversation with all in business attire on there, so you can't really have a chance to joke and mess about. Really, it's more like to showcase what you're doing more of a professional level. And it, it also can open windows as well because with it being quite beaded, see, and very, like, very. Yeah. It's very, very business focused, and you do get some read arseholes on there sometimes and some stupidly weird posts but if you keep posting on there um I, I do think that eventually you know you get people who contact you say oh do you have any rates and i've had a couple do that not so much these days but um i do used to post on there quite a lot when i was going through like me job change um just to keep things taken over and it does you know if you especially with more with um you know if in a sport uh, kind of post rather than a professional post you know people tend to like stuff like that and it's it's all it's it's sort of like a self-promoter promotional tool because you know someone's bound to like it and support it not all not all the time i think linkedin is a quite a tough cookie to 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 break you know to to, to get your teeth around but it is another useful platform to eventually when you get comfortable around social media to use just to potentially look for leads yeah, it's. It, I mean, I think the the platform that uses. I haven't went down into a where it's in grave detail. Only all I tend to do is I'll post across the generic socials, and then I will look on my phone thinking oh, I haven't posted on LinkedIn, so I'll just copy photos and the the the, the just brief discussion of what I've been up to and post on there and share. And if anything comes of it, great. If not, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not getting nowhere near as much on LinkedIn compared to anywhere else. Mm. It's just another handy professional tool to showcase what you're doing because again i think with it being more of a, a professional business side of things you might get an opportunity on the back of that where for those who don't bother with um facebook or instagram they might see your work on a one-off on there compared to other social platforms so it's, it's definitely one worth having and even if you're not going to be really savvy with it just to kind of have that as a backup just to quickly share your work on and then leave it and uh, go back to it every so often. Because, again, when you said, like, there's been a few you know, local or whoever from the northeast, say, business attire, dropping a message, and you're just like, whoa, we're on two different planets here. <laughs> <laughs> some, yeah. of the, some of this, like, oh, we'll invite you to this. Um, some so, some gadget from God knows where. Uh, a local business started like said, "Oh, like, um, like what you're seeing, what you're doing. Have you fancy it being like coming towards this type of event?" And I'm like, oh, "It sounds all right, you know." Then I'm, I'm looking into it more. It's very like 
you know, a suit attire and all. It's not to say I don't whether want to, you know, I'm not against any of that type of stuff. I don't mind getting the suit and booted, but it was very like, oh, come along to this event. I'm like, this has kind of got nothing to do with what I'm supposed to be doing here, photos, videos, you name it. And then it was like, oh, do you want to be, um, come along to, we'll get you set up on this. Uh, it was kind of like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Like trying to try to get people in. And I went out, like kind of when the penny dropped, I was like, oh, here, you know, I'm not <laughs> this. Like, sorry, mate. Like, I thought it was going to be something completely, you know, you're going to want us to take, I don't know, photos are across a certain part of the city or something that, that's what i'm here for not to join in this thing and start paying x amount a month and i just thought oh no so you can get uh, roped into that type of stuff so just be uh be careful <laughs> yeah i definitely agree so that was our um pros and cons slash using it for videos and photography topics mashed into one there um <laughs> So that what we'll talk about now is it's just how it's changed. I think we we spoke about it um, very briefly, but like we mentioned how Instagram's changed and and how it's it's definitely for me it's definitely not a photo platform anymore. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely now tailored for video, and they've even admitted that it, that's what they were doing because um, I think when Reels came out it, that. It was challenging um, Snapchat and then um, and also TikTok as well. When it came, when TikTok came out of nowhere, it was the it was the lockdown app, wasn't it? Basically, every everyone signed up for it because they had nothing to do, and it kept people entertained. Um, there were some very questionable videos on there. It still is to be fair. It's got to get weird now, mate. Like I like I I I used to be in with TikTok, like how like in with it i used to be obsessed with it and i've kind of like i don't know like I've, I've i've come away from it because it's just a bit shit now i mean like i say i've got i've got tiktok on my phone and i'll be I'm, i think i'm one of those like like pensioners who like look around and go what the hell is this now don't get us wrong i know it's quite similar to like instagram reels and i think if you've got that kind of sus you should be able to kind of cross platform but I think I, I was only going to tend to use TikTok for just doing stuff like when I was doing like car, like photography videos and the like. Yeah. I posted one or two and I just looked at it. I thought, you know, I can't be arsed with this. So like I've it's I've still got like an account there, but I've I never use it. So if there's anyone who's trying to contact us via TikTok, you're gonna be waiting a long time. <laughs> I very I very rarely uh look at it because I find Instagram reels a lot easier on the eye, which again it's just kind of Yeah. I look at type of stuff where if my girlfriend she loves cats or my feed now is just inundated with cat videos and I'm just having to tag oh, her in on that type of stuff. I'm like, why am I looking at this? Or my sister's trying to send us like scare videos or spiders or that type of stuff. So I'm like, <laughs> nothing to do with what obviously what I'm interested in. I'm just getting sent all this type of like short form content, which I suppose you could find on TikTok, but I, I just find it a lot easier to watch via Instagram. TikTok's never been a thing I'm want to get into it's just it just seems like it's another app that's gonna like drain you yeah <laughs> you know, to watch loads more stuff it's definitely an app if someone said to me or oh, would you ever use tiktok for your business i'll be saying no because like it's it's complete it's i can't even explain how it's i can't even explain how it's changed like i got it when i first started taking off a bit seriously just just to make an account and be like, 
right, I'm going to focus like making a golf account because no, there's not really many golf. Like I thought I could see a gap with it. I thought no, no one's really got a golf TikTok account, so maybe I can kind of just like like put my nose in a little bit and just like do something on my own. And it was okay in terms of like success rate. Like I had a few videos that were over a hundred thousand. And then I got like, you know, I'd, I'd, it was quite easy to just drop like 10 or 50k views. And, you know, it was, I found it quite easy to be like sort of micro successful with it. Yeah. And I wasn't, and don't get us wrong, I wasn't getting any brand deals. I wasn't getting sponsored or out like that. I was literally just like making content just to make people laugh. And also like try and make golf as relatable as possible because at the bit like, like when I moved into the place, you know, I was trying to make TikToks like, in between times when my dad would get out of bed so he wouldn't walk in and, and like if me made a TikTok video because that would just be like, like the, the embarrassment would be enough. So when I got me place, I just hammered it. And then I just noticed there was a shift where it kind of just like updated and then it, it just got like, it got really hard to get any traction with the videos. And I was like looking up saying what, what needs to give and, and what needs to work. And they were saying it needs to be long form content now. It needs to be informative content now. And I'm thinking, informative to what? I'm a shit golfer. Why does anyone want to listen to me telling how to play shit golf? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I had, a, I had a photography page with it as well. Like when this was again during like the first lockdown. And I would make like funny little skit, like skits with it. And it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't knocking down doors and that. I was just trying to be generic and funny with it. And um, and that just kind of, again, I tried it again. I think the last real um, video I put, f- like, content-wise was, like, when I made the Sullen one before, with, like, the, the, the playoffs. Mm. Um, that's when I... Um, that's when I think I've met, I met you for the first time after I bought a picture off you. I think I went around and walked around the stadium, I think, with my camera and... Um, and took and, and took like some video clips and some pictures because it was a nice sunset. Um, it's partic- weird, like me, because I say because I think his, I think I discovered your stuff off the back of them reels. That yeah, kind of post like posted across platform because obviously I think they were kind of the videos you were posting from possibly TikTok to go over on Instagram reels. I remember I came across there was one particular. I remember it exactly. There was one particular video you. I think you were trying to see you wanted like a particular lens. Yeah, and then it was kind of like right when you need money for that. And I oh yeah, I, was like, I, like, I think I, I, I don't know if it was that one. Or, there's another video you've got like a sullen like shirt in a frame. Yeah. So naturally, I just oh, because you know it's like you, you'll watch about ten videos from somewhere in the world, and one of the videos videos might be somewhat local. So I think yours just popped up at the time. I was like, oh, another local lad. And I remember you having this. Um, there was a link in your bio. Basically, you were kind of doing like a blog of what lenses you would recommend or starting off from or bits of kit again. I remember just kind of just spending like part of the night just reading like your blog. I think I got in touch with you there after and said, oh, would you recommend this particular lens? And I think that's how we kind of started talking and sort of like a blossom, blossom to where we are now. So again, the pros and cons of it, it's like you can, I could be lying in bed, just, you know, Stall destroying, looking at your phone for hours and then looking at just short form content. But there could be that one particular video that could yeah. spark to something to where we are now, you know. Yeah, just wait how it all can come about. 
Yeah, it's it, it is weird. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Going back to the, the first point is it does it does have its con, pros and cons. Where the pros where you just, you'll discover someone, then you never know that that person that you, you initially go in and say, oh, um, what do you recommend for this and this, and then the next thing you know, you've got like a, a good friendship like us. You know, like we're making a podcast now. I would never never said that when I first met you. Um, even when we first met, we just well, we we chatted for a good hour and a half, didn't we? Like just. It's one of them things, because, you know, I've came across, like, people over the years, away from either photography or whatever, there's sometimes you can meet for the first time and then you feel like, oh, it's hard work, this, I'm just doing all the conversation, getting one-word answers. And it's not like they've, they've been, like, an artist, that's how they deal with, like, in the social side of things, and you feel like you're having to lead the conversation, you're getting nowhere. Where me and you, I think... Yeah, I don't even think if you had, had photographs out the side, we just kind of clicked and just got started cracking on. And lo and behold, like, we're all talking for like well over an hour, you just think, fuck it, like, you know, it just passed so quick. Yeah. Like, a good, good connection that was wrecked and it just kind of went off from there, really. I know, it, 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 is, it is weird. And, that, and that's, you know, going back, it, 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 there is positives with, 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 again, social media and going through that reel and that TikTok, just discovering that one person. Um, it, it does, it, you know, it's weird how things work like that. And I think when you go on again, when you look at how things have changed, like you look at, um, you look at, like, say, Twitter, I think that's changed dramatically since a certain person has bought it, where I've noticed over time, I've, I, and I always, I, I, over when I've, when I've work, worked with, like, companies and they've said, they would, oh, we need to be on Twitter, we need to put this on Twitter, and I'd be the first person in the meeting to say, no, we don't. Twitter's dead for a company. You, your companies do not need Twitter unless, you want, unless you're a Nike, an Adidas, like uh, an Aldi. You know what I mean? Like a big, big, big fucking business. No, no one's going to care about your little business and your 300 followers or your two followers. And your egg is a, it's not even an egg anymore now. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> uh, like an egg is your, is, and your username is like business, business rocks underscore two, six, seven. Do you know what I mean? Like no one really cares. So for me, the changes with Twitter, there's more, there's definitely more sponsored posts than ever before. I, oh, I, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> like I'm seeing topics where I'm up, I've got absolutely no interest in whatsoever. The verified stuff, like I can remember when having the blue tick was seen as like a badge of honor. I don't know what you like, what you're like with when since like you've got your account verified. Have you noticed anything different? Like since you've, because I've I've been quite hesitant to to, to pull the trigger because it's it's money, and B, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with having a verified account. I don't know. Have you noticed anything different when you've had yours? The only time I got, I knew when it came about, I thought. If I do get this, because like the traction I was getting from doing the stuff at the stadium and other other projects, it was kind of starting to take off really well. So I thought, do I just get some sort of like, I don't know, accreditation with that blue ticker at the end of my name to make sure like, not saying anyone's going to try and copy from what I'm doing far from it, but I suppose you kind of do stand out a bit more. I think if I had been on a social feed where everyone had a blue ticker, I think, well, it's quite pointless to yeah. have it. Um, annoyingly, obviously, you have to pay for that subscription. But since I've had it, um, it's probably done more good than bad. 
because I, I think if I'm going to be posting, say, video work or whatever, I've got that option to post a lot longer video compared to having it limited. Mm -hmm. Which again, it's, it's stupid in this day and you have to you shouldn't have to pay for that type of stuff. But yeah. but also having um, again character limit, having that extra on top. And I know over the past week or so, when they were like those who haven't got it, were limited to so many tweets that could see a day and all that which was causing major meltdowns so yeah to kind of be able to be like caught in that trap yeah it was great but at the same time you're still having to pay for that luxury i suppose which is again just it's just daft but um for me it's probably doing more good than bad because i suppose you, your account or what you are doing does tend to stand out um ahead of what other people possibly are doing um Likewise on Instagram, um, done the same on there. And I think when people do see that, like tick or whatever it is at the end of your account, um, I think people do gravitate that more compared to if you haven't got it. That's not me saying, look, everyone has to go and get one far from it. Mm -hmm. I've just noticed for me personally, it's done a lot more good than it has bad. But at the same time, I still every, every month ticks by, I'm just thinking, oh, there's that going out of the account where I could be putting that towards something else. Aye. But I know you can try for a while, because I think it's on a month-to-month -month rolling basis. So yeah. you could just try for a little bit, see how it goes, and if it's not for you, then obviously you could just cancel the subscription if you want to do. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. Like um, It's the same with Instagram as well. Now you, you have to pay for the privilege of having a verified account. Um, what I'm going to... What I do miss, right, and it's really sad, right, on Instagram now, like before the, the verified account thing, is like, I do miss it when, like say, a, a celebrity puts a post out there and then I like, I used to like going in the comments and seeing all the celebrities like comment on it because I knew there were verified accounts. Now I'll go on it, like I say, I'll go on account and I'm like seeing people I've never even heard of and think, what, who are you? And then I'll click on the account, <laughs> yeah. I click on the account, they've got like a thousand followers and I'm like, right, I don't know who you are, so you've okay. So you're paying for the you're paying for it, right? Fair enough. And everything's money driven, and I get it. Like business, even like corporations like Twitter and Instagram that don't need the money. So why do they why do they need to charge people for this? This is this is this is one of the things that I hate. How social media has changed is it you're almost getting priced out of like posting your stuff almost like. I ain't gonna pay for a Twitter verified account. I ain't gonna pay for Instagram verified account, like. Unless, like, unless Instagram or like, if you don't pay for this, you can't use the app. I'd be like, right, then maybe, but I, I'd never, I, I can't see it ever happening. And like, when you're working in social media, you have to read up all these things, like, is the pros and is the cons and things like, am I, if I'm not using it, am I potentially missing out on things? To be honest, I haven't really. Twitter is a bit of a funny one because I think I see more tweets from, say, yourself. And other like photographers out there, and and Sunland and and Sunland accounts and golf accounts, I've noticed now. And Instagram's the same. I depend on what account I use. It's very either golf focused, or if it's it's a like, trending focused, or photography focused, or drone focused. And maybe personal ones just full of really daft, stupid fucking memes, like just like like daft like memes I sent to me mates and stuff. But I'm not. I won't pay for it. I can't. I can't. I can't barely believe afford half the stuff that month by month. Never mind, get paid, add another ten pound or whatnot to it. So that's the one thing I've I've not really liked about how social media has changed over the years. Is just 
how it's went from being quite exclusive to like when you had that badge of honor to to have like a blue tick and you would know that that account is verified and, and don't get me wrong there's accounts that have like got gold ticks and i think um like on golf accounts they've got like little um, like emojis um just to, to, to show that they're, they're part of a brand or the you know they're all formed together or whatnot but that's the one thing i'm not really a big fan of and and just how like say like instagram i've mentioned it before how instagram's now seen as a as a video platform compared to a photography platform when it first came about i just remember everyone putting like really random pictures on there and as as time got on it used to be like known as a meme platform and then that evolved into like a video platform then they had like igtv remember that god oh, yeah. I, I remember igtv i don't know i still even know what the fuck that was and why they did it um and then i think they're just trying to compete with snapchat weren't they? because snapchat were offering like long form content on theirs and then they've got reels which you know it works and it's like their it's their version of tiktok and um and you just yeah like you, you don't and you just don't really see pictures on there anymore and it's really sad because i, I enjoy seeing images rather than videos yeah i think they're just trying to out muscle each other because whatever comes like the new thing because i remember like i wish we'd go back to watching videos on landscape yeah you know? <laughs> everything's so like vertical content now yeah. where it's all short form 10 15 seconds like the idea of watching a, a documentary or something beyond 20 minutes plus it's like oh i haven't got time for that because not everyone's on the go mm. right i'd which, give me like a documentary or a particular series and watch it part like episode by episode i'm game for that now it's everything's got to be like 10 seconds of this right next then next and you're just constantly scrolling and yeah like i'd say that these like instagram trying to compete with TikTok and snapchat and all that just gets to the point where you have all these different social apps on your um on your phone or the means it's just it gets beyond the point where you think i can't be asked yeah like the, the ones i need tend to use is instagram facebook twitter linkedin at a push towards the like the back end and that's pretty much it tiktok's there but again i probably use that one percent of my time yeah if i ever even forget it's there most of the time never use snapchat now i used it years ago can i be asked um and now i suppose really what will spring on to the next conversation is this new one that's just come about is threads yeah another one <laughs> yeah i know like before we jump on the threads thing like I, there is another positive i've just thought of there is when tiktok came about and i was trying to learn how to use my camera i found it quite handy to as tutorials now i know that youtube's quite good for that and we both like homed or crafting on on youtube because they were quite long it was visual you got to do as they were saying and you kind of follow it along i do find that tiktok um if you get stuck is quite good for for tutorials and how to's like reels isn't quite there yet it reels are still like very memey and very like showcasey um but tiktok for me was was very and still is to this day very very good for tutorials if i'm, if I'm stuck or you know uh something will come up that has a slow cooker recipe or i was it, just about to say like you know what i mean <laughs> if it's not <laughs> many times i've been lying just like dozing off and like, you watch about i don't know 
20, 30 short form videos and you just think, oh, very terrible. And all of a sudden, like, how to cook a kebab in an air fryer? And you're like, you think, oh, fucking, I'm in. All over this, like, <laughs> son so of a bitch, I'm in. Like, just, <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things that the, be- the beauty of it is like, you're scoring going, shit, 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 shit. <gasps> Hold the fucking phone, right? <laughs> Fire up the air fryer, pet. We're having kebabs tonight. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just stupid things like that way. I've tried stuff in the in at home when I've cooking like from TikTok, and even from one or two reels, it's ridiculous. But then you've got the the new platform as I mentioned, Threads, which launched I think is it a week week and a half ago, where I think everyone was getting sick of Twitter. Like I'm sick of like you know sick of being like charged almost to. Or forced to go on a on a, a a pain scheme just because I can't see as many tweets as possible. Um, I jumped on it because obviously working on social media, I kind of I need to be on it so I know what's going on. If the company that I work for need to be on it, um, I can quite safely say they do not need to be on it. Um, because it's kind of like lost its little run almost i think i remember when clubhouse was a thing where like everyone was jumping on the clubhouse bandwagon and that's just died a death um so the threads is kind of like i think starting to like the, the i still use it but i don't really post I, I just scroll um just because i know i can scroll for an eternity and not get penalized for it um have you taken the jump on threads ross or have you just kind of thought nah i'm not having another social media platform yeah i mean it was one of those where all of a sudden there's like a buzz behind i remember seeing um like a video on youtube like someone who's like probably created an account there and then putting like a video to say oh you need, this is the new thing for photographers because i was so natural i saw that my ears like were on end listening to the thing oh what, what's this i've got to kind of, kind of check out now is it going to be all hype and just end up being shit but i watched the video and i thought well I'll give it a go because you know it could be something where if you, if you jump on it now the whole bandwagon thing, if you start using it a bit more, it might take off. I've now I've crossed plat- platform with with through Instagram. It's like if you if you were to delete threads now, you would also delete your Instagram account. Yeah. So um there is that. Uh for anyone who doesn't know that, so just be careful if you think about deleting it. Uh, either delete the app possibly but not your account on there. Yeah. Um but I've used it like for a few things. Again, like I've posted everywhere else are oh, threads i haven't posted on there yet but it's more for like it's more again like it's kind of a cross between instagram and twitter really if you want to talk to people rather than just see someone post a photograph and have any major interaction bar like in a photo so it's all right but again i'm not really sold on it i go on it you know once every two couple of days or something and i'll have a look and i, I can see more people who really are pushing them to get their Get themselves recognized on there and fair play if that's what you want to do then you know more power to you but i've found it to be like one of those things where it might be all hype for a few weeks and it, it may fizzle out but then it could be that if i didn't if i don't do it it might, it might turn out to be an amazing thing yeah you just haven't got it with it so time will tell but for me i'm, I'm just it's just another annoying app on my phone that's <laughs> Just wasting space for me, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I definitely think I've noticed, like especially on Twitter, when I've like, like had a, a scroll of like five tweets before I've closed it, is people like putting screen grabs of them deleting the the app, which it's fine. Like it wasn't going to work for everyone. I think you know when you, you when something new comes along, especially with a social media platform, you kind of want to be one of the first 
to experience it and be the first to like jump on while people can follow you really quickly and you know that's how you, you tend to get better traction on some social media platforms but um I, I think it, it can work if it's used correctly but i don't think it's one of those platforms where you need to have it in your arsenal i think because twitter's established and um it's sort of like it, it, it's 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 well known and well documented that you can use it as as I would say a lot better than what Threads is at the minute. I mean, don't get me wrong; you'd use both, but then there is that danger, like you said, like if you sign up for Threads and you want to delete Threads, then you could lose your your Instagram account. Um, so that's probably one thing that might throw people off is like you know they might have worked so hard to get to a certain extent, and now they've kind of got this thing where it's like, oh, you've got this forever now. Um. Yeah, I was. I think Threads is probably more tailored to probably what we're doing. I think if yeah. you just, you're not some average person, but if you're the person who's kind of like not interested in photos or videos, like or like that type of stuff, if you just want to just to post statuses or whatever or chat shite, then Facebook and Twitter is your thing. Um, you don't really need to tend to be on Threads as much. Again, if that's what you want to be on across all platforms, again, go for it. But I found it to be just more photo based on there where people are just kind of chatting amongst themselves with other creators. It's kind of like a, I was going to say here's another one. It's kind of like a um, Discord thing. Yeah. It's like thing for um, people, just another, another platform for people to chat amongst themselves on there. Um, but yeah, I've, I've it's, it's as kind of as time's going on, I'm, I'm like barely even using it, whether it'll be a massive thing in, in months to come or whatever. Time will tell, I suppose, man. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I think um, going from threads and, you know, the, the last topic of the podcast is the future of social media for not for us, basically. So for you, Ross, like uh, what what would you want to see more of in terms of, say, from a photographer, from a videographer, like what would you like to see more from in terms of, of social media platforms? If we were all, if we were, if we were in a room, for instance, and we had the big wigs around the table, and then we're like, right, Ross, Michael, we'll turn it to you. I don't know why, but we'll turn it to you to change up social media. You, especially for photographers and videographers, what do we need to do? What would you say? I think the again, I, I think most people probably see this day that like they just sort the algorithm out. <laughs> um, but Instagram initially was a photography based application, like. You know, TikTok's there for short form video. Leave it be. You don't need all of a sudden because you see something like a competitor doing that, where you think, "Shit, let's stop what we are doing, and we need to be what copy what exactly what they're doing." Because why have ten applications apps on your phone that all do the same thing? Yeah. Like if I want to go on Instagram and post, well, that's what I'll use that for. I don't want to feel I have to use it for every other thing because I need to. This particular person's not on there, so I've got a poster for so they can see that and all that. It shouldn't be the case. I want to be able to see Instagram for what it was initially targeted for, for photos mainly. And then if I want to watch videos, I'd rather go on YouTube to yeah. watch that type of stuff. Yeah. Because um, I'd rather see people creating or posting longer videos. So at least I can watch video form in landscape. Um. And if I really want to watch reels, then I suppose I could just go on a TikTok if that was the case. Yeah. Um, 
I suppose other people might want just one app that does all. And if that was the case, and you know, fair enough. But um, having all these apps doing all the same thing, you just it just gets a bit overwhelming at times. You just I can't be arsed with it. <laughs> I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, and I, I, it is a lot of them are so just. They are very samey samey, and it is quite exhausting just how samey it is because. I get yeah I'm right there with you in terms of like um posting one thing then you've got to realize oh shit I've got a poster on this oh shit I've got a poster here as well because that person can't see it and then you, you end up getting lost don't you um so for me I'd probably agree with what you said there I would I, if, if I was looking at Twitter if I was looking at Elon Musk I would I would definitely say can you revert back to like celebrities and brands being verified for for the like and and given the the blue tick to people like who are over a certain amount of followers as opposed to just you know charging people for it because it works for some but not for others and you shouldn't really be charging people to use a, to put longer videos on there for instance like you said it's it's had an impact but obviously you don't want to be paying for to post longer videos when you can do it on say youtube yeah, I think like the idea of like Twitter going back to what it used to be, where I I don't use that for check what's going on with Sullivan, transfer news, fixtures, scores, what's happening with other teams in the league, or if there's a particular point of interest, what's trending, so what's like has there been like a I don't know like an actual disaster happening somewhere in the world, or is there something kicking off, or is there someone being like found out they're absolute wrong on you know no, like, no. <laughs> I, I use twitter purely for that base i don't want to be having to think after going instagram to find that or find this across linkedin like just let the apps what they were generated for initially just go back to the what they were meant to be in the first place yeah like if it ain't broke don't fix it that's yeah. the thing for me like like instagram sort your sort your algorithm out like i know you've got this special option where you can you can like they try to f- it was a really shit way of them trying to fix it was they were just saying like, oh, well, we're not going to go back to the original algorithm, but you can select your favourites and you can have an algorithm like feed there. It's like, that's more effort. Like, I've got to, I've got to click more buttons to get to that. No, thank you. And I would definitely just tell like, social media accounts, just stop charging people, man. Like, do you not get it? You're, you're making enough money as it is. You don't need any more money. Like, YouTube aren't going to start charging people unless they want a premium account. Who has a premium account? Like, you know what I mean? And they're not like saying, oh, if you don't pay this, then you can't have all this. It's like literally saying, right, if you want to get rid of the annoying adverts about someone that's saying they've got the job or uh, they want someone to have the gravel axe, then subscribe to to premium. Um, so things things like that just it just it just annoys me. And Facebook is just I don't even know what Facebook is anymore. It's I can't do that now. It's it's just it, it's I it's it's great to keep in contact with people. That's what it was originally brought in to do. I was I was this is where I'm probably showing my age as well. Where I was like I was in that era when Facebook was launched, and I signed up for it straight away. Everyone was like it was before then. It was MySpace. Um and uh, one for the ages. Oh god, I when you have arguments about who was in your top friends list and Oh Yeah, I know you know you know that you know it. You know it so for people who of a certain age who have never heard of um MySpace, basically it was the one before Facebook, right? 
and you had, when you signed up for it, you had one mate, and it was Tom. Tom was the boy, right? He was your man. He was your friend. He was always online, right? And then eventually, when your friends joined up, you you had the ability to have your top six friends. I think there was top 12, and I think there was even a top 30 at one point, which I thought was fucking ridiculous, right? But, like, I can remember having so many arguments with people when I used to change my number one slot. My number one slot would be who my girlfriend was at the time then. And it would be like, and then people would be made to be like, how, could, how the fuck is she number one and we're not your number one? We've known you for you. It's like, oh my God, am I having an argument about why you're not on the top six? I think that was like a big thing back in the day, like whether you had bands there or if, like if you some shit went down if someone got kicked out your top eight or whatever it was. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like oh God, <laughs> what's like, going on? That's how news broke. Like, hey, have you noticed he's not on there? top eight anymore i can't find out what's happening oh you like just and, it was, and how and how it's evolved to like from there to now it's like oh, ridiculous like it's dead now like it's not even a thing anymore like it it, it like it kind of just like it fizzled out when facebook came about and uh, like one once facebook and zuckerberg came in they kind of just like blew everything out the water and it has like evolved and they have tried to do things like even like the, the shit now where they're trying to make things like virtual reality. Why the fuck do I want to go on virtual reality Facebook? Fuck that. You know what I mean? I, yeah, that's like, I think the idea of virtual reality over the years, like, it's in theory, it sounds good, but never, like, I've yet to find anything virtual reality based where I've thought, like, oh, it's like literally was as good as the real thing. Yeah. It just seems all like effort and like pissing about with like joysticks and. Have goggles on. Aye. I know Apple are bringing out something released at one of your what a few weeks ago. That's going to be the new having to sit in the house and wear goggles and all. I just think oh, Why? that's what the future's. I know the future will get that at some point, but like at the dark, the price of it was like was it four or five grand for one form <gasps> of goggles? Fucking hell, honestly. And I'm like, like, but you know, people who who love Apple, or they'll they'll bend over backwards to get that type of stuff because obviously they love it. And I'm just thinking, no. Oh, can I be asked? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Apple fanboy as it is, but there's no way I'm spending, like, five figures to get one bit of equipment, like, like for that. Like, I mean, I, I'm saying that I spent, like, that to get me Mac, but that was me MacBook Pro, but that was just because it, and I was using it for work. No way am I spending five grand on a, on a pair of glass, glasses that I can't even use because I wear glasses to start off with. Knee point. I suppose that type of thing's going to be, like, ideal if, you know, you're, if you're a single lad or a lass. And you just either live at home in your own place, and you you just that's you can take that with you in different rooms if you want to watch something. Where I think if you've got like you know Mister and Misses, you've got your kids, and like you're gonna fork out only like twenty five grand for you and your Misses and your three bands. Absolutely like, not. Like you know, <laughs> and it's just I don't know like if that's where it's going to, but like that's what social media is. Everything's like evolving all the time, and it's just getting like. God knows what's going to be like in years to come with new apps out there and what's going to be the latest craziest thing. It's um, it's just hard to keep up at times with all the different things that are going on. It's hard enough to concentrate on one app mm-hmm. to grow and and see where you go from there. Never mind having to deal with six, seven of them and competing with each other and find out what time of the day is the best to post oh. and all that. It's just it can become real draining at times where you sometimes you. Do question why even on social media to have a break from it? Yeah, no, I, this is why. Like, I, I definitely think that having breaks from social media is actually quite a positive thing. The trendy thing you see, I, I can't, I can't have 
a, a break from social media because I work in social media, so it's really, yeah. really hard to just to, can, can just say like I'm going to have a break. I can't. I can't have a break from it because I'm, I work in it. But like I mentioned before, I am starting to come away from it. I mean, personal time, so it kind of like eases the eases it a little bit in terms of like what I'm scrolling on, how long I'm scrolling the phone. I will make videos and I will post content out there. But again, going back to for people who are listening to this, going. I, like for social media, I don't even know where to start. Like, just pick one, and we we both have already mentioned Facebook's a good starting point. And then when you feel confident, then just explore maybe one other. Um, just don't get lost because I know like it it can be really really draining, not just on your battery, but your social battery, and you you don't want to be just. You don't want to be sucked into making sure doing all these things because it's the latest trend and whatnot. Like just. Just make content for, for what it is and it should be fun and it should be what you enjoy doing. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. Like you don't have to stick with it. You can use it once a week. Like hell, I haven't posted on like my Facebook page for for weeks, I don't think. And my Instagram page is pretty much dead. Like because I don't I just don't use it other than to scroll um and promote the podcast. Like I don't really use it, and that's that's just just me coming away from it. Like I know that when I put stuff out there, it does get appreciated. Um, but obviously, my focus is just making sure that I get content out there for Morpeth. So that's my focus, and then my golf stuff as well. And then sometimes, if I've got room for like a drone or a drone shot or a shot that I've seen or taken on my phone, um, maybe I'll post it on there every now and then. But yeah, maybe you know, it, it, it's just the the being a time away from that platform is great, but. Just go with one platform to start off with, and just don't get like overwhelmed with it all. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's an easy trap to fall into. Um, like I said, I've said before, as long as you're having fun on what you're doing, then you that's half the battle. Yeah. So as soon as you start to lose that like spark from it all, you're better off just having a break from it, whether it's a week or two, and just see how you go. And then you might realise, and if it, if it's not for you, then fair enough. Because aside from just like being, you know, a lot going on, there's a lot of people out there who are trying to shit on people for what they're doing yeah. to bring them down, to kind of to push them to the point where they don't want to see them on on social media, whether they feel them as like a threat of competition or they're just outright arseholes. You know, yeah. um, there's that side of thing that happens on a daily basis. I think we can all say we've all been victim of that at some point. I suppose it depends how you react and you can bounce back for you, whether you're, you're thick skin, you're not letting it bother you. Um, again, just that side of it, it doesn't matter what you're doing, the most successful people on this planet still have their like people critique them and saying that this, the shit, even the best sports athletes out there, if, if they do something wrong, they're going to be just bombarded with abuse, racism, you name it. It's like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what playing field you're on, people are going to get griefed every day. Yeah. The best thing to do is to see it as, is that if you're doing something you enjoy and you're not harming anyone anyway, you're just happy to showcase what your, your talent is out of the world then if you've got that goal then you're, you're spot on just don't let dickheads out there trying to bring you down and make you feel as if you're not you know worth of being on the apps or showcasing your talent just uh just go about your business and just to say as long as you've got that passion then you sound really yeah just maybe set tiny little goals for yourself so maybe get to 10 followers 
then maybe get to 50 and then just you know post once a day once a week maybe one reel or one story just things for me that that if you were you're going to use instagram that's what i used to use i used to use little milestones and facebook could be the same um just so it's it so it's, so if so you're not just posting it for the sake of it and you, you you lose interest if you give yourself some targets maybe that could keep things a bit more i don't know competitive for yourself and a bit of a, a goal oriented i think you know just just to make sure you you you're accountable for yourself and then if it doesn't work out then you can always look at your goals and reevaluate them and then you know look at a different person i don't know what was that sound like to you would that be something you would look at there is ways you can go about me. Say if you've got like a target, say I want to get X amount of followers, or you know, I think other good things to come of it. Like, if, for example, if you're doing landscape stuff of around our city, there's a lot of other accounts out there who will repost and share what you're doing. Um, so, for example, if you if you go out tonight and with your camera and thing, right, I'm gonna take a photograph of I don't know the Weymouth Bridge at night. You, you get it your photo, you can put it on there and you can tag the various accounts across like the northeast and Sunland. So for example, you could tag the Sullen Echo or other accounts like that. In a day or so, you could come back on your account and realise that they've reposted it and it's got such a good following. A lot of people have commented and said, oh, they like this photo. You might gain your social um, numbers up from there because a lot of people might think, oh, there's someone new in the city taking this photo from this angle. I've never seen it before. And it can go from there. So the benefit of that side is like, you know, if you can, if you're good at what you're doing and other people start sharing your work, you can have so many benefits to it. That's, that's like one of the good side of the social media aspect. Because um, I know it has, always has that grey cloud over it thinking it's going to be all bad and it, it, it rots your brain in a way. Yeah. But there's a lot of good stuff that can come from it. Um, I've had plenty of amazing things that happened for me since I've picked up the camera from things like that open your phone and going oh who shared this or if it's a particular account that's post you think wow i didn't expect that it's it can it, it kind of drives you on it pushes you to you know look forward to the next thing you're going to be doing and then you know you, you can build to a point where you're getting more like credibility from it all that more people are looking forward to seeing what you're up to and what you're doing and what, what you're doing in your stories this you know you, you can have a, a, a positive impact where it can open a door or a new conversation to someone within the city or across God knows where. And then you could be showcasing your talent on a bigger stage and, and then you open and see yourself a, a new audience in a different part of the country or the world, you know, it, it can be really like rewarding that way. Yeah, definitely. I think what we'll do is this, because I think that's quite a draining topic to start off with, we'll kind of wrap it up with a nice uplifting question, if that's all right with you, because I, I definitely feel my brain starting to melt talking about social media. Yeah, mate, no problem at all. Um, I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, you want to... I've got it right here, yeah, I've got it right here. So we've got a, an avid listener, one of the... the from Scott, uh, from at SL underscore sports photos. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for listening, Scott. Because um, I know that yeah, he, he comments quite a lot on our on our posts and gives us feedback on our podcast, which is always quite nice to, to, to hear, literally. Um, and his question is, can an amateur be just as good as a professional sports photographer? And how do you find pro photographers are with you when you're around them? So uh, I'll let you tackle that first, those two questions, mate. 
So the, the first point, um, can an amateur be as good as a professional? Like for me, I am nowhere near in the professional category. Same. I don't think I'll ever come into a day where I class myself that or have that title under my name. Um, I've had people say, oh, he's, he's a professional, he knows what I'm doing. I'm like kind of going, standing behind us because <laughs> it's not <laughs> me. Um, I always class myself on the amateur side of things. I've had, for me personally, a lot of great feedback, prayers, you name it, for the stuff I've covered over the past season. It's been fantastic. Um, I suppose, in a way, yeah, I, I guess it comes down if you've got an eye for it, if you've got, if you're promoting, like, you know, you good photos out there and it gets such a good traction I'd say yeah why not um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of good amateur photographers out there I've seen some of the stuff they put out thinking how have they managed to pull that off or was it just timing or you know and I see some of the like people who class themselves as pros I'm thinking are they just trying to convince themselves they're professionals that's not me trying to shit on them I'm just thinking like there's some I've found there's a lot of better amateur photographers out there than some professionals, but that's just like my opinion. Yeah. I think for me, you can, but I guess it depends on the genre and if you've got an eye for what you're doing that stands out. Um, so I don't know. Do you feel in the same way for that? or? Uh, I'd, yeah, I, th- I think for me, like, um, I think professional phot- photographers have spent years developing and and really nailing down the craft like they've spent decades doing the same things over and over again same events over and over again they've been well paid for it um for me and it might be controversial i don't really see i don't know i don't i don't really see the term professional photographer any different than amateur photographer apart from picture quality i think if you like if someone is use an iPhone to take pictures, then for me, the still a photographer. That might not be like an experienced photographer, but for me, the still a photographer. But if someone came to me and was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a professional ph- photographer, I'll be like, and? Like, you, do you take nice pictures? Great, I'm interested. Like, you don't need it. It, it sounds like a snotty kind of term. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't go to, like, football, for instance, you, you class as a club photographer. So you, you, again, you're not classed as a professional photographer, and there's wedding photographers out there who I don't, I don't even think they call themselves professional. I think they just call themselves wedding photographers, um, and and it's the same with kind of any um, genre in terms of of jobs like fashion photographers, product photographers, media photographers. Like, I don't think that I think the term professional sport, professional photographer is is a term that you would associate with someone who's like, I don't know, like an asshole, if that's like a, a really, really posh person, like really yeah. like, I read the, like, I read the, t- I'm gonna go across like a right dickhead here, but like, you know, they read, <laughs> they read the Times, they'll only drink um, Starbucks coffee and the they have to have the finer things in life. Like, um, that, that, you know, upper class, that, that's how I would that's how I would class a professional photographer is someone who is highly upper class and people can come and have a go at it as they can if they want I'm not asked but for me like I don't think there is a professional sports photographer and people might argue with that I definitely think for me for you for people like Scott who go out there and take pictures of things that they love taking pictures of and then they either use it they get used in the paper or they get used on the news or they get used 
um, in any kind of media, then that's great that they're they're recognised photographers, um, and that and that's my that's my feelings on it. Like I don't think anyone these days are classed as a professional photographer, um, and I, and I, I feel like it, it's a it's a term that kind of needs to shift because the way that photography is done now it's completely different to what it was thirty years ago. I think thirty years ago, absolutely yes, the term professional photographer and professional sports photographer for instance for this question would be used because not many people can would have been able to afford to buy the kit that we can can now where you know you can pick up a cheap dslr for for a few hundred pounds whereas back in the day the, the things like that like the the full the full what's it called film for cameras which are now starting to come back you know, you're looking at things like the the very very rare. Like you, you, you would never really see just like me or you going out on the street and taking pictures with them. Um, but that, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on it. On on that first part of the question, I don't know. Did you answer the second part of the question as well, or did I miss that? No, I just done the, the first part. I mean, for the, for the second, um, how do you find pro football? Yeah, again, professional photographer. I suppose how do you find like for me? I've I've noticed since I've been had access inside like the stadium and come across so many different photographers you can sense i think you kind of get like 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 or about them where you can you can tell right this photographer clearly knows what they're doing they've got the laptop it's got the rear cover they've got two three lenses it's all linked up it's more of like a respect thing i can see them like yeah thinking that they know what they're doing so I class them as if you want to class them, if you're saying pro or semi-pro, whatever. I could just you just know someone's got like they're very clued up. They know exactly what they're doing. Like they're not under pressure. They're just going to go with the floor, and they've got everything zapped out. And I look around with the people. I, you could they're just doing more of like not so much a hobbyist type of thing. Because I, I was doing that similar to last season. But you can kind of see who's there to really take it seriously because it's their job, as opposed to someone who's there because they're doing it just because they're, they're doing it because they love it rather than having that pressure on top. So for that the second question for what um, Scott asked uh, for that one, how I found being around them, whether it's at the stadium or somewhere else, there's a lot of lads who I've come across who've been nothing but like amazing, just like no questions that he's stupid because they've all, everyone's been in a position where like when you first start off, where do you go? Who do I need to speak to? Is this available? Is that available? You know, um, there's been a lot of lads there who've been no but great with me um, in terms of offering advice or, you know, recommending what kid to get going forward or who to speak to if you want to get this looked into, whatever. There's been a lot of them who've been fantastic. There's been, you know, I'm not singling anyone out, but there's been a couple who've been, you know, all right, at first and now just like don't give you the time of day. Um, that's up to them. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, which I don't know what why that would be the case, but there's, there's I don't know if it's like a turf war thing where, like, there was one example. I can't remember which game it was, but um, I got set up in one of the games last season, and there was a seat next to where I was going to be. Thought nothing of it. Just thought, oh, it must be one of the... Because they usually send the ball boys around just before the game. And the stool was there. I just thought it's being left by the TV crew or could be the the academy lads going to be doing for the ball boys. So I just moved it because it was kind of in the way. 
it wasn't like as if like against the, the advertising boards or anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, flash forward to the game, and as just before you come and sit down, one of the photographers was like, "Oh, I was sitting there first, proper arsy attitude," and I just thought, "Well, I didn't fucking know, did I?" Like it was just a stool just sitting there, like you had no purpose being there. Like, what's all that about? Just is that type of attitude that comes when I just think I can't be fucking chill with this, like aye. Like, that, that's we're, all was, hated, yeah, that, we're all here like, to do what we're doing. Fair enough if I dumped all my gear on top of yours while you were sitting there. Fair enough. But when um, there's little things like that, I just think, fucking, like, crack on, mate. Because I kind of be arsed with type of stuff. I know it can be very doggy dog, the stuff we're doing to try and get the best photo, right place, right time, and all that. But there's that side of it where I just haven't got the time of day for. If you sound with me, I'm going to be even sound with you back. But if you start being like that, I just you know I'm just gonna pretend you know you don't even exist because I can't be asked with it. Well, yeah, this, this is why I'm saying like professional. Like I, I don't see the, the, the when I think of professional photographer, I think of that kind of like snotty, down the nose, the shit off your shoe kind of look because you've got a camera. They think oh, I've been doing this for thirty years. You don't deserve to be where I am. And it's like give out, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. I've I mean, got that. I've like I've had that impression where the success of how well last season went and you start to get like your stuff the players are messaging asking to use their can you use some of your photographs for their source and you're like great and it's those who've been there for a lot longer than I have they've been doing it for years or whatever you come across what they're doing and they're getting nothing like not even a sniff and I think they kind of looked at me and thought well who the fuck's this kid coming in here like doing this how's he having this access and They've already, I've already had a target me back from the off when I've been like saying now, but sound to everyone who I've met, and, yeah, you know, shook hands, said hello, pleasant all the time, um, not to warrant any people being an arse to us back in that respect, but I've come across a couple and I just think, like, end of the day, we've all been in a situation. I don't think they, they say it as like, oh, this this person could be coming to take my gig. I'm not here to take anyone's role. I'm just here to get better at what I'm doing and see what can come of it. Yeah. I'm not trying to take anyone's job or anything like that. There's, there's plenty enough space for any, all of us around the track to do what we're doing. Like, we could all be mates, but some of the all best mates, but we can all be like civil with each other. But there's a lot of them where we've just, they've all got a bit of a chip on the shoulder and I just cannot be arsed with it. So to answer Scott's question <laughs> in, the, in the longest way possible, um, like you can ask, there's there's a lot of people who are, who I've came across who have been nothing but sound, um, and sure shared their wisdom and the like, and that's the great side of it. There's a good community in that respect. But there's a one or two bad apples where I just think fucking like, if you want to be an arse, then just crack on because I haven't got time for it. Yeah, same. I think I've had the a more I've had a positive experience than a negative experience where I've been around. Say when I've did the Thunder games. Where there'd be a, a like a, a gentleman who was clearly the either the club photographer or the uh, media photographer, and he had all like the two different bodies and six thousand different lenses, and he had his laptop rigged up, and he had his own seat, and you know there would be the the match day photographer around there as well, who was quite nice to talk to when you got to know him. Um, and yeah, like I've never really had any bad bad apples. Like come across anyone who's been like a bit of a dick. Like I've just you know I'm I'm quite an easy person to talk to, and I'll I'll fire a question if I'm really curious. Um, 
but you know, I've not really been in and around that environment that you have, where you've been at the stadium at the on the front lines, basically just you know trying to get a, a good vantage point, and you're getting your wrist slapped because you moved a chain like an inch to the left or whatnot. And yeah, it's um, like this. They say there's there's a there's a good corvus like regular faces are going on a week to week basis, and when you've got all that buzz around you, where say if a goal's just happened, stadiums erupted. You get that few seconds where you're looking at each other, going like, "Oh, he's the madness of the players running towards." Then you're getting the photographs. I've said it a few times to a few of the lads next to us. Like, did you get the shot? Because like they were like in prime position compared to where I was, and you get that nod of approval. Like, yeah. So you, I'm buzzing for them. Think, oh, like I can't wait yeah. to see what you actually got later on. Even at the games I haven't been to, uh, whether it could be like you know the academy games or whatever, I still look forward to seeing what's games I've maybe having a chance to attend too because it's still it's nice to see what other people are up to, how they their editing style, how they go about, you know, building their portfolio. I, I, it's because I like to watch it. I don't sit back and go on, oh that person's at this game and I'm not. I should be there. I like to see what other people are doing because I like to if there's anything that catches me eye, I'll drop a message, oh like how did this go? Or I bet you were buzzing with this shot and stuff. It doesn't need to be all like turf warry and oh, we're going to be an arse this person. I just because I think if we're all kind of not so much all there working together, but I think you know if we're all doing like great what we're doing, you're going to reap the benefits at some point anyway. So yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I agree. Anyway. I think I think both of us have had our, our ups and downs when it comes to that. But thanks very much, Scott, for for sending that question. Like, if you do have any questions, um, I know we are a bit pressed for time. Uh, at the minute um, but if you do have any questions you know we're we're on across the, funny enough we are on social media um, and you on can just, all those apps that we're told you not to go on yeah basically every app except threads we're not going on threads I'm, I'm making I'm putting my foot down there Ross we're not going on threads I can't be asked to do I can't be asked never mind threads I know <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, go on YouTube. I'll put the videos like uh, nah, the I can't, audio on there. No, I can't. So one, I thought, I can't be true. It's too no. much. It's too much. It's too much. I'm happy with what we've got. But if you've got any questions, whether what we're talking about today in terms of like any questions about social media, I mean, we're, we're not going to have definitive answers. But if we, if you need a, like a nudge in the right direction of what to get going, yeah, we don't mind helping you out and putting videos your way. But Drop us a, 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 a comment on, on our Facebook page, on our Twitter page, on our Instagram page. Do we have a LinkedIn page? Do we have a Threads page? Do we have a... U- I'm pretty sure if you just type in like the three main ones on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, you'll find us on there and how we have the Togcast. And just drop a question. Yeah, again, uh, it's nice to just finish off and if it's just one question or several, uh, if anyone's got anything you want to say, just echo what Michael said, just drop us a message on any platform uh, apart from MySpace <laughs> oh god I because um, it's dead it's not long, It's not there it's the same with Bebo and Vine but anyways right we'll finish off on that note because um, it's a it's one like a, it's nearly on like a full on one hour 30 episode this one god we've talked for ages but uh, thanks very much again for, for listening in uh, hopefully it's been another episode where it's been quite helpful and um, informative for you but again if you've got any questions put it in our social media if you just look up how we're the Togcast or even on our personal accounts um, so I think I'm on uh, underscore MB photos one uh, Ross is RGX underscore media is that right? It'll be close it's just RGX media 
Just search for that. I'll be. I'll, just, I'll, I'll, pop, I'll pop up somewhere. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put anything there. Just any questions. But um, Ross, again, thanks very much for having a good chinwag. I know it's um, these conversations can either be quite short or, as we found out tonight, um, very long. So <laughs> no bother at all. Thanks for checking in and then uh, look forward to the next one. Next week should be another tasty one because I think well I think we need. I've had a couple of requests by the is we need to hear the Ed Sheeran story. So oh, well, yes, I've, I've, that's, I've, that's from episode one. I can't yeah, it's all right. That that that's a that's a ten episode bone. No, I'm joking. It's not going to be a ten episode bone. <laughs> we'll do. We'll try. If we remember, we'll do it for the next episode. But for now, thanks for listening. Don't forget to give us any kind of a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts. Spread the word. Thanks for listening. From me, it's goodbye. And from my co-host Ross, it's goodbye. Yep. See you later. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Turn up.